Don't ever speak to me again. Do you understand? Good. I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. I am Connor MacLeod of the Clan MacLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel, and I am immortal. Hey everybody, welcome back to another sweet, sweet podcast, and today we are talking the 1986 film Highlander. Welcome all to Citizen Frame, this is spoiler filled and it contains harsh language. I am teamed up again with the usual, usual band of misfits, that is Colin and Trevor, what's up guys? How's it going? Good to be here. There you go. And today is, I. you know, I usually see a lot of these films. I see them. I don't revisit them. Like, what I mean is, a lot of the ones we do, I've seen quite a few times. But this one I have not seen since I saw it in the theater back in 86. Um, obviously, we, I know the soundtrack and I know the history of the uh, the uh, the extended universe, as in the TV show, I believe, that ran pretty actually ran for quite a few years. There was two TV shows, actually. There was a spin-off from the TV show called The Raven, I, I, which I haven't seen, I have to be honest. Yeah, it's the one I'm familiar with. I hear I hear it's um, not, not great. Um, however, I, I quite like the TV series. All right. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I, I really couldn't tell you. Uh, but this is a good one because, like I said, it's something I, I really haven't seen, to be fair, because I saw it years ago and uh, I was a lot younger. I'm not as wise. I wasn't as wise back then. Yes, you, you, you aren't immortal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, guys, let's just jump into it, man. Let's just kind of kind of get our feet wet here. Um, and I'm going to kind of get the, uh, the ball rolling here and say this is not a good movie. This is a bad movie. You wash your mouth out right now. <laughs> this is a horrendous film. I turned it off. What? Came back. And I'm going to tell you, one of the things that ruins it is the Queen soundtrack. What? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just I kept it quiet, guys, when we were getting this going, and I'm I'm putting my cards on the table. Oh my god! I mean, what a train wreck of a film. No. And I will t- I will explain to you, and I'm like I said to anyone who listens to this podcast, I'm fair with my reviews. I yeah. won't tear something apart unless it's lighthouse. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, wow! First of all, I start with the director, Russell McCulley. I like him. He's Australian. He did a film called Razorback before he did this film. Um, so he's really good with you know lighting and stuff like that. And it's just a little creature feature he did. But I really enjoyed it. And he's gone on to have a, a decent career of himself. And I like some of his stuff. I like The Shadow, believe it or not, with uh, Alec Baldwin, and I liked uh, The Real McCoy with Kim Basinger. So I like the director, and he does a lot of music videos, which this plays off like a big music video, to be fair. He, he did the music video for Bonnie Tyler's Totally Clips of the Heart. Yeah. It is one of the, the greatest music videos ever made. However, it is completely over the top, and you know it's pure 80s excess, but he gets away with it. it, it it's brilliant. I mean, yeah. you flan vampires, um, ninjas, um, American footballers doing somersaults in it um, you know, for what is essentially a power ballad. Uh, it, it's very he's very over the top, but he, he you know he totally gets away with it. Thoroughly uh, entertaining. Well, here's let's start with the beginning. <laughs> Jesus, 
Okay, let's let's get let's get my comment about Queen out of it, all this right away. First of all, it's a be- it's a beautiful s- soundtrack. Queen is very good at what they do, um, and it works. And it, they don't even promote it as it's out as a regular album by Queen. They just say music inspired by Highlander, the film. But it's technically a Queen album. They should remove the Queen score completely. First of all, I don't need a fucking band to narrate me in a film. It's so simple. I don't need a band singing what's what, what's happening. <laughs> I do not fucking need. I mean, this is, what he was trying to do is do a rock opera. That's exactly what he was trying to do. He was trying to do this postmodern, this, this MTV esque rock opera with with Queen in the in the background, with some cool flashing lights. And what got lost in the shuffle was bad casting. Wow, I Christopher Lampert and I mean. Oh, wow, bad acting. The lines were so... Sean Connery, worst acting in the film. He didn't even want to be there. This is horrible, horrible, horrible filmmaking. At its worst. And I don't get it. The choreography is horrible when it comes to the sword fighting. They move before the bad guy even swings. There's no, there's no timing in the sword fighting at all. There's nothing here. The one blight spot is our boy, Clancy Brown. He should have gave him the whole film. Okay, I love just seeing Kurgan uh, be in this film a lot more, uh, but even that is just a waste. Guys, this is <laughs> I, 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 please, please, uh, explain to me how you think. I mean, I like Christopher Lambert too. He's not a great actor. We all know. We all know that. But he's done some good stuff. I like him. Like I said, uh, but how do you guys think this is good filmmaking? Right. Um. Right. First of all. I think it's a very exciting and um, well-told story. No, it's not. Um, for the time, no, 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 let me finish. <laughs> um, um, I, I, I just love you know that sort of immortality thing. You know the sort of sword fights and all that there sort of thing. It being said in the, the Highlands of Scotland as well, I find it a very intriguing story. I love the the the, the cutbacks to his earlier lives. You know. Whenever he is in, you know, the like the Renaissance period, World War Two, and obviously then the Highlands as well. I agree with you about the acting. I find Christopher Lambert um, particularly wooden. Um, Sean Connery is just Sean Connery in it. Um, I, I, I am not convinced by him. In fact, they, um, well, Clancy Brown steals the show by far, but also the female cast members, Roxanne Hart, and the woman who played, um, who played you know, Heather, um, are shine, both of the male leads. Um, however, as I was saying, Clancy Brown totally um, steals the show. I think it is high octane, you know, sort of, you know, purity, sort of like. Uh, yes, I agree with you also that he tried to make a rock opera, you know, with the Queen soundtrack, but I think he got away with it. I think it works one hundred percent. I think it's a very iconic eighties film, um, very exciting, very intriguing um, storyline. The, the acting, especially by Lambert and Connery, does let it down. However, um, they get away with it because it's such a fun, exciting film. And I, I love the soundtrack as well. I think the soundtrack works 100%. I, it's an iconic soundtrack with amazing songs by Queen. Right. Colin? Yep, <laughs> I would tend to agree, but actually with both of you. So this movie is god-awful, and it deserves everything that Kieran said about it. Wow, thank you. But, but I'm also <laughs> with Trevor on this one in that it is lovable cheese. Yeah, I cheese. would say the Queen soundtrack... Gets it about eighty percent right. 
I don't think every song was used in the right place. Things like, um, you know, Who Wants to Live Forever, Well Placed, and Princes of the Universe, that kind of thing, tied in well. Um, acting, yeah, Christopher Lambert. Is, oh, wow. I mean, as, as I said last week, you have the French-Canadian playing the Scottish guy and the Scottish guy playing the Portuguese guy via Spain <laughs> and Japan. And Egypt. <laughs> and Egypt, yeah. So it's it. the casting was not well thought out. But for some reason, again, like you're watching the movie, you're just like, I don't care if Sean Connery sounds Scottish. I'm just going to go with it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that too. Um, he, he, it's, it's how the whole thing falls in. It's so poorly executed. But it's, it's not. So it's po- just fun. It, it, like, it's I think the thing it's really you like, really you like, but, but. But it's it is. I'll give you an example. Um, the first major fight, he's at the wrestling match, right? And he's having flashbacks, really bad flashbacks from medieval time when they're, you know. I got, I got so many questions here. I think that's oh. brilliantly done. Okay, and, it's um, not brilliantly done, man. It you know, is uh, not. And let me let me let me finish. I Can I f- go ahead? Thank you. So, <laughs> no, my my, it's so inconsistent in the storytelling. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, you meet uh, okay. He's having flashbacks during the wrestling match. <laughs> Stupid. And he meets. He, he got his his henchmen. Now we're back in the medieval time, and they go yeah. to a sword fight. Why wouldn't the other f- fighters fight him? The Kurgan because they were told to. not to touch him. Why? Because, because he wanted the Kurgan. The Kurgan told them. Um, the one called Connor McLeod. Um, leave him. Um, don't go anywhere near him. He's mine. Okay. And so that's why they're actually literally running away from him. And I think you hear a couple of them saying, "Oh, that's Conor McLeod. Don't touch him." You know. Okay. So they, okay. they've been ordered okay. by the Kurgan. So it's safe to say Christopher Lambert uh, McLeod can't fight. He, he's a horrible fighter. That's that's the way he's yeah, supposed. Yeah, I agree with that. No, he's not at supposed start, to be a good fighter. At the start, no, he's yeah. not a good fighter at all. No, he's not. He's terrible. Thank you. Because here's Gergen. Gergen, I'm gonna, he's like, who wants to fight me, man? Come on, man, fight me. And actually, that's spot on, his accent. Come on, man, <laughs> who wants to fight me? And no, you've goes, got to add a bit more of a sort of slight lisp or French twang to it, something like that. Okay, okay, well, I'm who not wants to fight try. me? <laughs> yeah, in, whispered, in defense of his accent later uh, on in the film, not in the Highlands, which is Rupi, the Scottish accent at, at the beginning is Rupi, in defense, they did go for him having a sort of nondescript accent later on because he's so much, you know, well traveled across the world and lived for centuries. However, the Scottish accent at times um, in the flashback Highland scenes is, is actually um, spot on, but it, it's that's, very inconsistent. It's really sad that you have it's to really say inconsistent. You have to say that it's really spot on and stuff like that, but he's not maintaining it. It's yes, bad, that's, that's it's what I'm ba- saying. Yeah, it's, it's bad acting if you can't maintain it. But yeah. anyways, he so he faces Lurgan. He's, he's this whole time he's like, "Come on, who wants to fight me?" And Lurgan goes, "I'll fight you." Boom, dead. Yeah, Kurgan kill kills him. Boom, dead. Not even not, no fighting, just boom, dead. So this yeah. guy's a pussy. All right. So when he dies, how? Did the, but they knew he was. Didn't they know he was a mortal? A mortal? Nope. Nobody did. The only one that knew was the Kurgan. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, he was dating the chick that was riding, was walking with him before they went into battle. The red hair, yeah, that's a, that was that, his first that's wife. Same, but that's the same actress who plays the cop. No. No, it's not. Isn't it? No. No. I thought they were trying to do some, you know, 
uh, you know, uh, reincarnation type thing. Reincarnation kind no, of thing. Completely different no, actors, no, man. Different I don't actors. know what you were saying. But you have to admit they look alike. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, they really don't, man. Well, I'm not watching it again to find out. I'll tell you that right it, now. His first wife is played by, I, I can't remember the actress's name, but she, I think she's popped up in a lot of sort of British dramas and all over the years. Uh, she's one of these journeyman actresses, you know, or journeywoman actress, you know, <laughs> uh, I should be better um, saying. But no, it, it's a completely different um, person and, and, uh, and actor. I, I, I got. I, I do have a compliment. The uh, It's all going to be toward uh, Gergen. <laughs> That's pretty much all my compliments. But... Um, he had the Skeletor kind of outfit on that was kind of cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, his whole aesthetic, the wardrobe for the Kurgan is, without a doubt, the best part about this film. Oh, like, well, yeah. Pretty much no, the best right. part about it. Uh, yes. I think... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, Clancy Brown as a whole, yes, he... If it didn't have him, I don't think the movie would be as strong as it is. It wouldn't be a movie. No. It would be no. shit. I also, um, he's also, I have to say, one of my all-time favorite screen villains, the Kurgan. He is such a fucking badass, you know what I mean? He, he, and he takes no shit. And he's got that great physical presence as well. And the fact that after Sean Connery slices his throat, he literally has his throat for, for centuries stapled together, you know, with this gaping wound. It's so cool, you know? I think that's stupid as hell. I have that in my notes. So he almost gets beheaded. Uh, when he has the big the big fight with Ramirez, is that his name, right? yeah, and and the whole time, hundreds of thousands of layers later, he still has blood coming out and it's still stapled. So I don't understand. Wouldn't that be healed by now? Mm, it was. There was no blood. Yeah, there is. No. Watch the film. Yes, there is. Watch it. I, have. I think there is a scene where where it does bleed. Yeah, there it, there is in the church. It's, it's, yeah, it's in the church bleeding. it's stapled, but I don't believe it's bleeding. It's bleeding. I I've, I literally just finished it, and I watched it. Wait a minute, why is he bleeding? I yeah. get for the staples, you just do it for a cool effect. Being all, you know, I'm looking at me, you know, let's put that on there. But, you know, it's bleeding. Didn't get that. Why is the wound not healed? Did um, he get it in an earlier fight? Not the Ramirez fight, nope. but one, one of the ones, nope. um, you know, where he's fighting the um, African-type immortal, you know, who's you know likes to drink and stuff, and there's a bit of a party on all. Did he no. get it in that, perhaps? No. Doesn't matter. It's just continuity error. Just cut on it out. Now, I'll, we'll talk about the fight scenes. They're so. This should be like. Uh, obviously, it's very amateurish filming, uh, which I'm shocked to say because I like I like the director, but the choreography of the fight scene. There's the garage scene where he's fighting this older dude, um, and they're trying to behead each other, <laughs> and he's doing these flips that mean nothing. Wow, he's underneath the no, car no, that, looking that, for a sword. That, he's that just flipping. Because, yeah, no, no, it, it, it lands to the idea that he's uh, like this eternal warrior, and you know he's been fight, fighting for centuries and stuff. It, it adds to. I know it's a bit of a gimmick, and, and you know, but you know, stuff like that works it's, for me. You know, I, I'm a uh, bit of a sucker fine. for yeah. gimmicks like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? you're a sucker for it. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot of people are suckers for this shit. It's horrible. It's and 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 then any any, any kind of swing toward. Whatever character is, they pause their sword, and they give time for the actor to move, and then he swings. Yeah, it's so bad. It's like what did bug me slightly is whenever he's fighting Sean Connery in the castle. It's obviously a studio with like, um, you know, with not real stones falling off the castle. You know, like basically like rubber or you know plastic stones or whatever. That's pretty obvious. I found regarding the choreography of the fighting itself. 
Yes, but I sort of give that a bye ball and sort of let that go over my head because it was the eighties. You know, you're not going to get Game of Thrones back in 1985 or whatever. No, no, it was no, no, no. You can't. You don't have choreography. You've got Japanese films. You got plenty of films that have good choreography in them. Excalibur, a couple of years before that, had good. Uh, what? They've never did sword fighting movies before. Oh no, of course they have. This whole but film is based on sword fighting. Of, of modern. Um, it's based on know, sword fighting. Films? You get choreographers who know how to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah, but this movie wasn't really about sword fighting like there is yeah, sword was... fighting in it but it's probably not what they're focused on it's not yeah. an action movie what no i so, said it okay so it this is a good bit about... an action movie but yeah i mean they're not 100 percent great but for me for me they still worked i mean i didn't overanalyze the sword fights you know i was to be honest with the sword fights, should I was expecting a bit of ropey 80s cheesiness and this film is full of 80s cheesiness, but to me, there's a certain charm to that, uh, and I'll sort of I'll let that go, you know. Oh, uh, we disgusted talk- with this. No, I just I'm <laughs> shocked how bad this is. This movie is horrendous. Uh, we, we we talked about why the Queen should have been again. Uh, nothing against Queen. Um, it's a standalone uh, soundtrack. So he is in a loft now. He's a art dealer. Right, art artifacts dealer. Uh, yeah, antiquities. Right, antiquities. God, I gotta get. I gotta give him credit. That loft is gorgeous. I would love to have that loft. Well, yeah, that's just because it'd be worth millions. Well, let's just talk <laughs> about the loft. I mean, that was beautiful. <laughs> let's just talk about that. Um, uh, we keep getting flashbacks. Horrible acting, and everyone across the board. Here's so we meet Ramirez, who is the peacock. He calls him, which is Jesus, and just horrible lines. But he's, train- he's, he's, tra- <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's training. He's training. He's He's training him, and he's on the boat. And, and and Christopher Lambert, I wanted dead. I wanted him to be head beheaded. I can't swim. I was, I at that point, it was very about. childlike. Yes. I am a man and not a fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe you're <laughs> quoting this fucking movie. <laughs> what, what is it? I'm going to drown you, stupid haggis. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, what, you know, I think Haggis. What is a haggis? Yeah, I love when Connery, the strongest Scottish accent, asks what haggis is. That really works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is what I don't get. Okay, he got stabbed by Kurgan. Yep. He dies, comes back to life. To die. Yes. How come when he drowns, he doesn't die, and then later because come back to life? Because your first death, um, like that kicks off their sort of immortality. Um, they have an original death as he did with the Kurgan. And then they basically discover that they're immortal. So any other regular death after that doesn't work, such as the drowning. Yeah, you can only really die by losing your head. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah. I didn't catch that. Which is oh. possibly why Kurgan's throat hasn't healed. It's the yes. one, like, it's it's the wound. He was that close to death kind of thing. Like, it just didn't heal. That's a very good point, Colin, actually. Oh, like, 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 like you got one up of me, Colin. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the quickening, explain to me, okay? The quickening is when you take one of the souls of one of these immortals, and then you yes. absorb their power. Is that what happens? You, it's, yeah, you pretty much take in their essence, their history, and all the history of the people who they have killed. Pretty much, yeah. And it's actually based on the quickening. Is actually based on. I, I mean, I researched this. Um, it's based on the um, filmmakers did it, so feel free a, to do it. The a baby do in the womb, whenever it makes its first movements. 
So it is. So it's like they're becoming closer to whatever power that is sort of you know that has set them aside from ordinary men, and and closer to the the prize. Yeah. Well, the prize is just knowledge and knowing what everyone thinks, basically. So and mortality. So yeah. once you yeah. get all the souls, that's why Kurgan was wanted him badly because once he gets all the souls, he's pretty much godlike. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he thought. Yeah. All right. So there's a scene I gotta mention it and. Uh, oh my god, so bad. But it reminded me of Time Bandits, and I love Time Bandits. I expect this kind of camp from Time Bandits. And there's a scene where Ramirez Connery is is telling him, "Okay, feel the heartbeat," and he's trying to feel be one with the deer. Yes, <laughs> right. And then they start running down the beach together, <laughs> and he's like, "I can feel the heartbeat." <laughs> it is. I mean, there's loads of so- cheese in this. Uh, but oh it, I have to say the the uh, as well those, those scenes are beautifully shot. You know the cinematography. Oh you know, no, with, it's no, it wasn't. No, no. With, I'm talking about the scenery more. You know, you know the the, the Highlands of Scotland and stuff, and you know that beach and stuff. It, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful part of the world. You know. Um, you know what? But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking for a trip to Scotland. I'm looking to be trying to be entertained by a film. So Which it was well, that, that attitude for me. You oh know that God. that beautiful backdrop. Wait, guys, come on. See, this is this is the reverse of last week. This yeah, is, I you know. You are now doing Thailander what I did to Escape from New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, that's why I'm shocked that you, I guess we, you can reverse it to me too, you you thought Escape from New York was shit, and I quote yeah. you. But this... But this has more development than most, Escape most, from New York. Well, no, they, this has nothing. This, it has. But this, they, they uh, Escape from New York, everyone knew what they had. Simple show. These guys don't know what they're doing. Is it a fantasy? Is it a sci-fi? Is it horror? Is it action? Jesus Christ! Horror you know, elements to you, this. Well, you know what I mean. I'm just giving you different genres. It doesn't know what it wants to be, so that's where it gets lost. And then Trevor even said, "Well, I didn't care about the sword fights." Jesus Christ! If you don't care about the sword fights and the choreography on that, then there's a problem. No, not not so much that it didn't care. As I, I was prepared to let go some of the more sort of um, woodenness of it. And there's lots of woodenness in this film. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's... Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm officially word. a lumberjack. Yeah. Um, but, Get you know, I, and I have to admit as well, there's probably a nostalgia factor because I um, with me as well watching this because I did watch this first as a kid and loved it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's certainly not flawless film, but it is hugely entertaining and fun, just like Escape from New York. Oh my God! This is nothing. I can I, but I have to this. say, the story is more fascinating than the one from uh, the story in um, Escape from New York. is very simplistic. This is yes. more intriguing to me. You know, these yep. warriors. Yes, they have. They, ha- they have a story. We we talked about this um, uh, near the end of last week's podcast, um, and we talked about remakes real quickly. Right? Yeah. We don't like remakes. Well, depends how. This one needs, needs a remake. By a no, better by no, no, no completely no, no, no. redone. No, nope. yes it does. Yes nope. it does. Because because it the TV show the TV show got better reviews than this one. That was in the nineties. Um, they 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 would tell the story better, especially with no. Game of Thrones and everything and everything that's out there now. This, they would make this, it worse. Uh, I yeah, I really I don't, think charm. You, don't think I don't think you can make this any worse. You could. I don't I don't understand. Hey guys, I I am the I am it's like the, it's like the lighthouse. <laughs> I'm outside the box here. Everybody else loves this film. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm the only one. I, I don't fucking get it. It's sloppy, poorly edited. The acting is oh my god. 
<laughs> um, there's even homages in it, um, especially which which I actually kind of like with when you introduce to Kurgan in the in the present, and he's going into the hotel, and the camera kind of follows him, and he's wearing the leather. Mm-hmm. It's very reminiscent to Terminator when Arnold Schwarzenegger walked in. Yes, and you can even hear the drums, you know, dun, 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 yeah. in the background. So there's a little um, or a wink maybe um, to his character and the Terminator's character. Yeah, uh, which I which I caught, which I thought was fun, but again, that's because Kurgan. <laughs> um, but the whole movie is just fun. Yeah, say, like the reason that I said earlier, I don't think it's an action movie. Is there are some action scenes in it, but it isn't the primary driver of this movie. It's actually more the fantasy storytelling. But it's this, that, that's the worst part of the film. Those flashbacks are horrible. When they're walking around, they're playing in the field. Hee hee, I love you, I love you too. And she's like, ah, oh, cup of the morning to your last. I'm like, what the fuck? The whole point of that is setting up that it would actually be pretty miserable to live forever because everyone you love will die. That's I the whole thing. The I didn't care. I didn't care. Didn't care. I'd rather yeah. watch uh, 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 Bram Stoker's French Ford Coppola's Dracula. Which has almost got to say, you know, which is pretty much what Dracula's fate is. Then watch this crap. Can no. I uh, can I say as well? I think it is. If you take away the acting and stuff, I think it is an absolutely um, <laughs> excellent script. Um, the problem is that some of the stuff in it is not delivered very well, especially by Lambert Connery. All of playing it. Sean Connery. You know. All but of you it. saying that, Trevor? I think you're letting credence to Kieran saying this needs to be remade. And the last thing I heard was. Um, it is what it is. Robert Pattinson was going to be uh, Connor McLeod. No, they they've they've got the um, it's happening. No, it's actually when you think about it, it's a good it's a good grab. It wasn't Patterson. Okay. It was shit. Um, of maybe I'll. Oh God, I, it's actually been announced. It has. Okay, let me just quickly Let's Google see. it. Um. We're able to know the one. Guys, um, please, uh, pa- while we pause for station identification. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Henry Cavill? Yes. Henry Cavill is yeah. going to be playing um, the Highlander. Right? I love how, yeah, the guy who plays the Witcher would be perfect. Superman. Yeah. yeah. And the Witcher. I mean, he's he, a better chance of getting the accent right because at least uh, he's English. It, it, well, he, he's and, a very good, good actor. And a good sword fight. And a good sword fight. Uh. Yeah, he'd actually probably nail the sword fight. My concern is if they if they try to redo what they did and use a current band to replace Queen. No, you. I think they get rid of the band, period. I, I would hope so. I think the if they tried is, to do it yeah. with a modern artist, it wouldn't have the stay power. Yeah, well, no artist this day could handle Queen. <laughs> but um, and, and Queen shouldn't have done it either. It's, it's, it, I, it, it's, it's sentimental. I it's, personally... It's, it's, Regarding um, the original Highlander film, I personally think it should have been just left alone completely. No sequels, oh, no, no remakes, 100%. no television series, and just left alone as a standalone one-off film. Yes, you know, the, they should have left no it with the film's tagline, it. which is, there, sh- there can be only one. I agree, Colin. Um, you know, there, uh, there were basically, with all of the sequels and all of the direct that came after it, although the, the TV series was mildly entertaining, uh, but it was inferior to the film, um, it was just they were basically just cashing in on this franchise's brand. It should have been left alone as a completely standalone film, and I'll always stand by that. 
Uh, I'm not saying it's perfect. It's far from it, you know, especially with, with, in the acting and stuff. But you know what? It is what it is, and it's a hell of a lot of fun. And it's a brilliant story. And I think, it, and I have to say, it's a brilliant script. It's just not, you know, there, there are certain aspects that, you know, in realizing that script that do let it down. Um, but I find it um, very intri- a very intriguing story. You get that script as it's written, okay? And you do it today. And you get somebody who's got a uh, background in whatever. It could be a Game of Thrones director. Neil Marshall would be a good example. You give it in his hands, and you get some competency with choreography. You get some competency with the score. You get some competency with the acting. You get some. Com- I mean, I can keep going. And you, you, you guys are kind of agreeing with me here. Now, you, most of you guys are liking it because it's eighties cheese, and I've gone with that. I did my Commando. You know what I mean? That's cool. I get that. But good filmmaking. This is not. That scene where he kidnaps Brenda, the cop, uh, Gergen, and he, he's driving in a car. Yes. Queen's playing in the background. That was an. I agree with you on that. I don't like that scene. It doesn't play. That, I well. think that scene was originally cut out of the film. That sh- uh, should have been. I think it, it was sh- originally, and it was only later restored. That's the scene with New York, New York, isn't it? Mm, yes. Queen doing New York, New York. Yeah. Um, I, I, now, I could be wrong, but. Um, there's, I know there's been various edits of this film over the years, you know, um, released on DVD and stuff. I watched, I rewatched it again on Amazon Prime, and I'm not too sure which version it was, so it could be wrong on that. Yeah, it um, is hard to keep track. Yeah, I, but then there was, there's also the scene where he, he um, jumps into the old people's car as well, and the old woman's like hanging off the bonnet and stuff. That, that <laughs> I was don't the actually one I saw. mind that. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind humor in it. I don't mind the humor. Like again, the scenes that some, and I mean somewhat, work. Are curtains, yeah, and I that's because that. Of that, and that's because of Clancy Brown. But I, uh, I also then think if you did it now, would it lose its magic because there isn't Clancy Brown? Is there going to be an equivalent to match him? Yes, we have Cavill in the Christopher Lambert role of Connor McLeod. <laughs> he up that performance. <laughs> Why not bring Clancy then lose Brown back for a remake? Sorry, not that old. They should bring Clancy Brown back to, to replay. You know, um, take the role again of the Kurgan. He's only about 60. No. He does look it, though. Yeah, he looks old. He wouldn't work. Um, and uh, is there somebody who could bring that kind of charisma? Like, he he was played to be an asshole, but for some reason, he's like you like him? Yeah. Oh, the yeah, Kurgan? And, yeah. Yeah. And then that would that's what makes a good villain. That's why actors say that villains are always the funnest parts to play. Yeah. Um, because... It, and you know it was it was Clancy Brown we're introduced to in the eighties and a great actor I like um, um, uh, Michael Ironside. Yes, they I always play Michael Ironside. They always, always play good the villains. Yeah, they always yeah. play the good villains. Well, then, Kieran, and, you'll like Highlander too because I know. he is in it. That's right. Yes. I saw. I did see Highlander too, and I remember liking it. Wow, um, it's but I terrible. But I can't. I can't remember that. You know. Okay. I mean? Well, I I'll proposition this to you then. You now have to go and watch Highlander 2, 3, and Endgame. Nope. And you can then give us a retrospective on whether or not you think Highlander 1 is as bad as you think. No, because <laughs> I, I don't want to revisit it. That's how bad Highlander is. Oh, no. Uh, you do want to see these movies. <laughs> I want to see Sean Connery on a skateboard. That'd be cool. It's oh. a flat hoverboard, essentially. It's oh, essentially just... um, Back to the Future 2. It is, oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> um, but you should I, watch I, them just to see how far it fell. If you think this is bad, 
Yeah, if this awful. is bad, I just don't. I don't. Highlander two in particular, I mean, is awful. It is. I. Uh, and I think what pissed me off so much about it is how they um, basically backtracked and um, totally messed up the story of the original. Yeah, you don't. I mean, the, you, didn't he get beheaded, Sean Connery? Yes, right? I did see that, right? <laughs> but he comes, he comes back from the dead. I haven't seen it in years, the second one. But I remember being really annoyed that they basically rewrote the canon just to give us a sequel and cash in on it. Even as a kid watching Highlander two, that pissed me off, and I, I knew what, exactly what they were at. You know, well, and it's all this. It, it's about the ozone layer and stuff, and and it turns out that the Highland, you know, all, all the mystique of the Immortals is completely removed because it's revealed they're actually aliens from a different planet. Yep, makes no sense. Instead cool. of going from now, that's what I'm talking about. Give me some aliens. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. aliens and being. But in the context being of Highlander, it's bollocks. You know. Yeah, it's just a terrible movie. Highlander three, I I remember watching as a kid and enjoying because it seemed like the most familiar to the original. But I watched it again maybe a couple of months ago, and oh dear God, no! <laughs> it's not as yeah. bad as Highlander two, but it's it's bad. <laughs> It's amazing because the movie Highlander tanked. I mean, he lost a lot of money, but yeah. it, it quickly, quickly, like Carpenter stuff, got a real big cult following on video and, as well. Um, so video rentals. That's why two came out. Um, but uh, it just shot all over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which just doesn't make sense. You don't like it because it is right in your wheelhouse. It's eighties cheese. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because it's loud and obnoxious. And if you if you're gonna like do the something, <laughs> like no no no, I mean he was he was he put it back on the screen, put it back on the screen now, you know I mean that, that's that's who you need to focus on. Nothing against Christopher Lambert, like I said, he's done a couple movies I like, Night Moves and For- Fortress was good fun. I'm and I like combat. Uh, yeah, you I like I like him, but and, oh my god, he's so bad in this. Yeah, obviously one of his first roles, of course. But also it was also his first English speaking role, and yeah. after it, he wasn't. Um, a fluent English speaker before he got the role, oh. so he he had to work extensively with to basically learn the English language, yeah. but also with at that um uh, um, I think it was bad casting essentially. He shouldn't have been cast. Um, and then I mean, and and I'm shocked that you guys are okay with the bad choreography in the sword fights because that's I didn't that's, mind. That's their that's their that's watch it. I mean. It's so bad. You know, it's I, like I, watching I, a really bad. I grew up with seventies and eighties Doctor Who. Which, trust me, when you watch stuff like this, but you don't like expect that brilliant. from an eight. Uh, you know, no, we're just going circles here. We're just going in circles. But <laughs> to each their own. And like I said, I am. Yeah, I am the. Uh, I'm outside the box in this one because I'm probably the one who. Uh, obviously, a lot of people do love this film. It has a very successful uh, following, especially when it comes to the TV show. Um, I think it has a great supporting cast as well. Oh, There's that guy, James Cosmo, um, who is basically in every Scottish film ever made. He's in plays, it for like ten minutes. Yeah, but he's yeah he, he's 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 always a good presence and stuff. He's you know, um, I, I like the scenes where he's being accused of witchcraft and he's banished from his um, yeah. village. You know, and yeah, I still want to know how I got out of the stocks. What's what that? I want to know how I got out of the stocks. Yeah, well, I think it was Sweet Heather, and she's an uh, absolute. She's absolutely stunning. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, listen, sec- you know what? You know what? We're done. We're done. This is <laughs> this is over. Um, we're gonna wrap this one up pretty quick here. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, obviously, Colin and Trevor 
are big fans of it, and that's cool. It's eighties cheese. I get away with saying that when it, if I like Commando, they can have this one. <laughs> uh, that's the way I'll look at it. Uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. You guys have any final thoughts before we uh, end this one? The only thing I want to add is on his accent, they do poke a little bit of fun at it in the movie. When he's arrested, he's asked, "Where are you from?" You talk funny. Yeah, yeah. And he does say lots of different places in a weird accent. Places, lots of different places. Oh my yeah. god, the way he, he gives his one-liners. And I like, actually really like that in Turning. And him, 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 and the oh my god, I know you would. Him and the cop are having a little banter together. Oh my god, I want to just, I just. Is this the? Uh, anyways, anyways, I think, say, I think you, I think you went down to that um, underneath that stadium for a blow job, and you didn't want to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It's terrible, but I love it. Oh my god! There's a movie that came out uh, about a year later, and it's got a cult following. It's got uh, um, uh, a, a guy like you love him, uh, Trevor. Uh, Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin. Oh yes, Ken McLaughlin. Yeah. It's called it's called The Hidden. Yes. Um that has this kind of an alienation was another one that came out. I um, like alienation. Yeah, which I enjoyed. We got a massive hit on our followers uh the other night. A nice last, last couple of days. Now we've done some pretty popular films. Escape from New York did really well. And uh Black Widow, Marvel always does well. But it's particularly in Sweden. And in uh, Germany, we got more downloads. Um, so thank you, whoever is spreading the word over there. And Hello, your... Sweden and Germany. Yeah. yeah, and thank you for downloading us and spreading the word of mouth because we keep getting more downloads uh, from over the, uh, from over there. And so it's greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, we got a, a fan request to do a podcast. Um, we're going to try to fit that one in. So if you guys have any film ideas that you haven't heard us do or want us to do or something you don't think we've seen and want us to do, what the hell? Set, bring it, you know, set, set forth the challenge. We'll take it on board and see if we can get to it. Um, with that being said, we are done. Uh, thank you guys again. And we are going to wrap this one up. Guys, I'll take care. See you next week.